It's time, my friend, to amplify your voice, to share your powerful messages with the world and step into who you've always been so that you can share your gifts with the world. The Amplified and Enlightened podcast is for women and men who have audacious dreams and desires. They want to live abundantly, love fiercely, and feel fulfilled on their own terms. This is a place where we have elevated conversations that will enhance your relationships, your spiritual connection, and uplevel your life. This is a space to come and laugh, hear stories, and learn something new. Take away an aha or an epiphany that you didn't have prior to this episode. You know, there's something to be said about doing things that scare us, for taking bold risks, but also knowing that you're not alone and that you deserve all that you desire. It's time, my friend, to step into your uniqueness, to let your truth self shine and amplify your voice and possibly even a little more enlightened along the way. All right, friends, let's dive in and get started for today's episode. All right, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining me today. Thanks How are you? Me. I'm good. Yeah, just going through all the energies that are going through the universe right now. But uh, yeah, good. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here and joining us in the conversation today. It, I'm so excited to see what comes because I feel like, and the guests will learn this uh, shortly, or the uh, the listeners. There's such an intuitive piece that I find that comes more so in my world now and yours and like in everything that you offer and you do. So I think it'll be really, really amazing to see how today flows. I I thought I would start off by asking you to share with us what your journey looked like and maybe, yeah, I'm not even going to say anything. You kind of take us on the journey. I wanted to speak specifically to your career involvement, because I think that'll speak a lot to your personal journey and everything that unfolded there. And uh, yeah, so go ahead and get us started. Yeah. Um, So I worked a corporate job for 12 years. Um, It was kind of that job that um, my my parents did. So when I was in in high school, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do that because I know that I'm comfortable with that world. So I ended up um, going to school um, and then in turn getting a corporate job. Yeah, so um, I ended up working um, in corporate, and it's because really when I was in high school, um, I I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life, per se, um, and both my parents worked in television, and I had interned, I'd even worked um, summers in, in television, um, in the tech side of things, and I was like, okay, that's what I'll do. It's comfortable, it's um, familiar, I'll go do that, and I did. And I ended up working in that industry for 12 years. Um, and some of it was really good, um, but really it just wasn't, it, it wasn't the right fit for me. Um, but it was one of those things where I was getting a steady paycheck. And, mm. and again, there was, there was that comfort in just knowing, um, even if I wasn't mm. necessarily happy, um, there was that comfort in just knowing that I had this paycheck, I had this structure, um, And if I had to kind of water down who I was, then so be it. That's just how it was. Um, Fast forward to me having my first child. Um, And for me, my my kids are are pretty directly connected to my spiritual awakening of sorts. And what changed when when I had my first daughter was when I went back to work, 
all of a sudden it was really <laughs> clear the things that weren't working, which is, which is very typical for a spiritual awakening. We really start to see the things that don't work. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, what am I doing? Like I, I was commuting for four hours a day. Um, yeah, I wasn't seeing my daughter. I was seeing her for a half an hour. Um, and, and it was this big, like, okay, something needs to change, but I wasn't quite, quite sure what, um, I had ended up over maternity leave, starting into personal training, um, and becoming a personal trainer. So I started to do that on the side. So I was doing both. (laughs) I was literally, um, working my corporate job, then getting off the train and going to do my, my part-time, um, side hustle, if you will. Um, and, and I kind of knew when I had my, my second daughter, um, that I wasn't going to go back. And I would love to tell you that I had this plan, that I was making enough money to do it, but I, I wasn't. I, I literally was just like, I, I can't go back. Um, there was a moment, um, there was a moment at my work actually, um, where I went into work one day um, I, and I looked on my desk and was like, what is on my desk? And it was, it was like this like dust and a little bit of like rocks. And I looked up and realized that the roof was actually starting to like fall in on me. Um, and pieces of the roof had crumbled onto my desk. And I was like, well, I'm going to remember this. Cause I'm like, this is number one, a good story to tell people. And number two, a really giant sign from the universe that like my time here is done. And at that time I had already kind of, I was already pretty sure that's what I was going to do. Um, but it, it definitely helped seal it in. So when I went on maternity leave with my, my second daughter, that was it. I knew I wasn't going to go back and I didn't. And it was awesome because I took a leap, but then there was the other side of it, which I, it's clear for me now, (laughs) but at the time I was like, who am I essentially? Mm. Um, because dealing with becoming a mom and not knowing who I was through that, and then also changing jobs and starting to try to follow my passion, but I was just doing what everyone else was telling me to do. Mm. And so often when we don't know who we are, we kind of carry those stories that tell us that who we are isn't good enough. I was just looking outside of myself consistently for somebody to tell me who I was, what should I do? How should I do it? Um, And I just believed if I spent enough money, if I hired enough coaches, if I put enough systems in place, someone was going to tell me who I was and what Mm -hmm. I do. Um, But what I ended up doing was hiring a lot of people who told me how they do things and suggesting what they thought was right for me. And it kept leading me further and further away and feeling very lost and alone and, and out money and more confused than I was when I first started. So it came to this head. I was in a place where like I had spent all my money. I wasn't happy doing what I was doing, um, even though I did love doing training. Um, it just wasn't the right fit for me. And I, I just kind of went, okay, enough's enough. Like, what am I going to do here? And so I just kind of stopped listening to other people. I was like, I, I need to do this on my own. Um, so I ended, I ended a contract with a big coaching um, person I was getting coaching from um, that ended. And I was like, okay, no more. How long would you say that journey was from? That was probably a solid three years of me doing that. Okay. Yeah. And so it got personal training, like developing those pieces of business. Yeah, it was about three years of that with it getting, as I got more 
as I spent more money and got more desperate to bring money in, um, it got worse and worse until, yeah, I literally just kind of just stopped. And, and it was right, actually, probably not coincidentally, right around the time of the pandemic starting. So that was mm. uh, around last March, April was when I went no more of this. And I went on this very big journey, continuing that awakening of looking within myself for information, going, what do I want to do? <laughs> like, like totally. what, who am I? Um, and, and it was, it was hard and it, there were dark places to go um, as is with any kind of healing work, any self-discovery journey. Um, and, and, but it did lead me back to me. Mm-hmm or at least peeled off enough layers that I could see that person underneath. And that's when I really started to realize that that intuitive side of myself that I always really mm-hmm. wanted to tap into was actually where I was meant to go. Um, and even with the personal training, it had started to be intuitive movement. And then from that, it ended up being half of my, probably 75% of my session with a client would be me just talking to them. Um, and I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to I talk to people. I want to coach them. I don't, um, I don't want to do the movement part. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And, and this led me to one day doing card readings and, and that led to channeling, which I didn't realize I was doing, but one day I channeled my, my Nana and I was like, oh, this is what I do. And, and it was easy. And it was, wasn't even so much as it was easy. It was just me realizing that it's what I've been doing all this time, Ooh. but I had always kind of written it off as something else. And, and through there, I have started to develop, um, I started doing intuitive medium readings, coaching around spiritual awakenings, tapping into intuition, all of this amazing stuff and, and really helping people get back to who they truly are. That's my, my gift, my, my purpose here and helping them create connection to themselves, to others, all of that stuff. Um, and it's been a really wild ride that is still continuing on. <laughs> I'm just trying to ride it out. <laughs> right. It never ends. It just like continues yeah. to evolve. Yeah. But I did find though, that once I, once I really did start showing up as who I truly was, that's when the people who are meant to be on that journey with me just naturally started to come people were booking without me doing anything um, rather than me spending years of chasing people. So yeah, it was a, it was a huge shift. And I really started to, to realize the power (laughs) in actually just being who you are and, and doing what feels right for you versus following someone else. And it's funny because not maybe not funny, but I do find there seems to be this thing that's like, well, it sounds so simple. Be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what a concept, but at the same time, it's one of the hardest things to do when we've added on like people pleasing and perfectionism and like all these other experiences that have happened in life to kind of dull us down or feel, make it feel like we are forcing ourselves into things that we really don't want to do or types of people we don't really want to be. And I think even right from the beginning, sharing about like your parents' journey, and then looking at a similar journey for career at first, it's true. Like there's, and I, going to set the intention that I hope that there's more of that coming up for, um, you know, students who are maybe graduating now and like in that space that we were back then, how I think natural of a thing that can be when we weren't really either encouraged to follow like what we truly wanted. Plus I find what 
to be fully transparent can happen for me too, is almost that unconscious part of like wanting our parents to be happy with the decisions that we make and putting like that pressure that we can put on ourselves sometimes that like, Yes, the outside validation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. want someone to tell us that that was the right decision because that in turn, like their approval, approval. makes us more worthy. Yeah. 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 And I feel like so many of us carry that, myself included, oh, God. this belief system that that who we truly are was at some point in our childhood, we were told that that was too much. It wasn't enough. Um, I work with a lot and I am a very strong empath and sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tends to be a lot of the people who I work with as well. And, and most carry that because they didn't fit into society's view of what um, we should be, right? The, exactly. The, we feel too much. We we are too emotional, like all of yeah. those things. Um, some people like kind of live in their own world. So they're not that fast paced person. And, and it, you get told pretty early that gets shut down that like who you truly are isn't, yeah. isn't right for this world. And it's so hard because all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. So who I truly am is no good. So now I just need to figure out who I am. So I need, obviously someone else needs to tell me who that is. So it starts this all of a sudden, instead of all our energy focused inward to our inner knowing who we are, we start looking outside of ourselves for people to tell us who we are. And not only that, but to then in turn gauge whether they approve or not, because that is also how are we supposed to know we're watching them to be like, okay, so they liked that. Great. I'm going to do yes. more of that. And it leads to like that people pleasing. It leads to us kind of molding and shaping ourselves to fit into every single kind of group or person that we meet. And then feeling like kind of a little bit like gross afterwards because being like, well, that wasn't me. Like, yeah. why, what am I doing? Um, and sometimes and yeah. it can even be hard to understand what the grossness is I will say like I think deep down inside you know but sometimes when there's a lot of noise it's like you know something's not working you're like uninspired unmotivated frustrated pissed off but it's not always clear that it's just the like oh I need to be more of myself and let go of that stuff you know how did you would you say that there was like one moment or like sort of story or experience that really highlighted that for you when you were doing the coaching with that other company and stuff like that, because I'm going to go on a little tangent and then uh, I'd love to hear from you is like the whole over coaching. And I say this because it happened to me too. When you were sharing those parts of your story, I'm like, yes, paid all the money. Hey, there was so much value in what I learned. And I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. And maybe you feel similar And at the same time, it had to get to a point where it was like, I need to go all in on me. Like I need to believe in myself fully. And I need to dedicate the time to really figuring out what I want to do for myself. And that was like, even you inspired that in me when we had some connections as your journey was unfolding and you were um, on those steps of your own journey. I remember there were moments where, okay, uh, lots of stuff to come back to is like the whole (laughs) like head versus heart stuff. I know we've had many conversations about that and I'm starting to recognize now when I'm in my head versus when I'm just like tapping into like, okay, what's on my heart to share or mm-hmm. to put out or to offer or to like who to connect with. So I feel like I went on a lot of tangents there, but um, wherever you want to start there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, 
with that program, I was like, okay, I'm spending all of this money. I'm going to follow them completely. And I think they even probably said that at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that like, follow our steps, do that. And, and I was like, you're right. Like I'm spending all this money. They know what they're doing. I'm going to follow it. Uh, and, and I agree with you. Like I also got a ton of amazing information. Mm-hmm. Like it was a really cool um, experience to learn about myself. There were so many moments of me going, but I don't, that that doesn't feel right for me. Like that, that feels not okay. Like I don't, I don't want to do cold sales calls or I don't want to promote in that way or follow a script. It just doesn't feel like the energy is there. Or I kept wanting to shift away from what it was that I was doing for Mm -hmm. my, for my work. Um, And I kept kind of getting guided back, just being like, yeah, but that's not quite right. Meaning like you were working on one route of going within your business. So I had focused a lot when, when I, when I first started the program, the coaching program, I was doing pelvic floor fitness for, for moms. Right. And, um, nearing the end of the coaching program, um, I was like, I want to do intuitive coaching. I just want to like coach Mm -hmm. intuitively. But, but I was kind of getting steered back to the, to the personal Mm -hmm. training, just because that's kind of my, that was my audience. That was all of that stuff. But what was interesting is, is when I did do the shift over, um, some people moved on because that wasn't their interest, but most people stayed. And what I've kind of since learned is that because the core of what I've always done, like that purpose Mm -hmm. piece has always remained the same. And, And I can see the thread that kind of goes through all of that, which has always been helping people feel good about who they are Mm -hmm. and being who they truly are in this world and doing that confidently, authentically vulnerable, like being vulnerable, all of those kind of things, right. Which goes through from working on your core, right. That's the physical core, right. And then working on your spiritual core is more like anchoring into who you are in this world. Right. So they all are connected anyway. But yeah, I love that connection to physical mm. core and what was the other one? Physical core. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, so so the 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 coaching program was just it was pulling me out of alignment of who I was Mm -hmm. uh, because I was trying to do something someone else's way. And and now, even now as I coach others, I always talk about how it's not I'm not leading anybody. Um, I'm walking alongside them. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a big difference there because you know your journey. You're on your journey. I can't take you on your journey, but I can stand beside you and help you when you come up on obstacles or shine a light on something maybe you're not seeing or just be the cheerleader for you as you sit in your shadow. There's so many different things. And I think this is also just what we're seeing a big shift mm-hmm. um, is that's this kind of new age of leadership is much less follow me. Here's my five-step plan. Rather, I'm going to walk with you, or I'm going to share the concept of what I do and allow you to intuitively figure out what works for you, what doesn't. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you may not work with somebody and their program works perfectly for you, but that's just because that may be because you're in alignment with them. But I think it's just super important that when you do work with somebody, you use that discernment and know that and do it because you, you need and want to. Yeah. And if you feel right. good, then, then do it. If it doesn't feel good, then it's probably not the right thing. And that's okay exactly. too. Yeah. Just, we can't be blindly following anybody that it oh. doesn't make any sense. 
Um, and it's not allowing us to figure out what works for us and what our own stuff is. But again, this is part of the healing because if you do look, if we are still in that pattern of looking outside of yourself, you mm. may think that that's the answer. Um, so this is just that shift of, of kind of taking your power back and standing as who you are and then deciding through that, whether it speaks to a truth that you already have within you, or if it's not in alignment with you at all. Totally and completely. Yeah. I, you know, oh God, I have so many different thoughts. Like also I feel there's this shift with the coaching industry too. And I almost feel, uh, this is the first time I'm saying this like out loud to like people, but <laughs> I feel like there's a certain type of, and again, I don't want to generalize. This is just an observation, personal opinion that there's like a certain obviously aspect of finding coaches because you want the answers and it's what's the difference between wanting the answers from somebody else because you have no idea or you don't want to look within and whatever versus finding that guide and like the people that you really want to work with um yeah who have like their best interest at heart almost yeah you know I even think of what you were sharing there too around how from the kind of coaches lens and like sales and that I'd love to dive into that a little bit because a little bit earlier you were sharing about how when you started to tap into truly your gifts and like what you were offering everything flowed so much um, more smoothly for you Mm -hmm. and so I even feel like there's that shift from like icky sales and I know people like have a really definition of what that looks like, or everybody has a different way of seeing sales. And so going from the hard sales or the out of alignment stuff versus like, come and join my program or my offerings. If you really want to, if you feel a connection, like Mm -hmm. no longer trying to convince somebody and overcome objections and all of the, what just doesn't feel really nice to me when I think of it, you know, and uh, getting in alignment with that and everybody's different. Right. But yeah, Yeah. I would love to hear about that. When, yeah, when I started saying like, Hey, I do readings. Cause that's kind of where I started was I I'm going to do readings like medium reading. So I would channel messages from people's spirit guides to them. Um, I at first just did it very broadly. Um, so it was, you know, people were asking about their relatives and all that kind of stuff, but I very quickly learned, um, that what I specifically channel on is people's healings and purpose and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, and then it kind of expanded into coaching. But when I first put out those, um, the post about the readings, what I did too was I was like, you know what? I was like, people who follow me are sensitive beings as well, who feel into energy, who know if I'm not behind what I'm talking about. Mm. So I made sure that when I would do those posts, I was in like that positive energy space. I was excited about it. But then I also did like meditations where I would talk to their spirit guides and call them in Mm. to me and just be like, if you have people who are meant to like hear messages from you, like send them this way um, because I'm here to help them. And that also really helped just to have people come and, and I had, I've had many people go, I have no idea. They're like, I don't know how I found you. I don't Mm -hmm. even know why I was so drawn to book, but I'm here and I've booked a a session. And it's always like just this really cool experience of getting to work with somebody because they were energetically drawn to me. Um, And so I try to, I try to do that. Now it's not an exact science by any means. Um, I, 
and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but it, it's helped me to understand what, what I'm putting out into the world. If that's in alignment with me too, because if there's crickets, I'm like, okay, that's probably not completely in alignment with me. So let's go back, pull it back, back to the drawing board, see what actually excites me. Um, and nine times out of 10, if it's something that I don't find exciting or I'm not um, really into, it's not going to work. If I'm making that decision out of fear, like, oh my gosh, I need to make money. Oh, that's the worst possible thing I can do. I'm not going to, I am not going to either put something out there that I really enjoy, or I'm just, it's no one is going to sign up for it. Um, and again, what do you find was that energy there? Sorry. I, you know, I think around, especially when you're in the building phases of building a business, right? it can, I find like the, the money concept can be such a mind F, yep. you know, like there's, yeah. you look at the logical end or this, like the more energetic abundance, like space and what's the harmony of kind of finding it in the middle. So when you were recognizing that transition, how would you look at it differently? What, like if per se you needed the money, but mm-hmm. you also wanted to put the passionate things out there and be in that energetic alignment. Yeah. So I used to be very much like, what's, what will make money? What systems do I have in place? What's going to, this is before, right? Like, what can I do that I can keep running? That makes sense. That like is all of those things. Um, And that's how I would make decisions about what to put out. Sometimes it would be around like, if I really liked it. Um, But most of the time it would be like, okay, like there would be a lot of, not science behind it, but there'd be a lot of structure, a lot of like that yeah. masculine energy behind it. Um, now there, there isn't. What I do is I literally go, I trust that when I do the work that is in alignment with me, the universe will provide for me mm. um, and that I am okay and that the money will be there. Um, what feels fun to me? what feels like something that I'm called for, I'm called to do. And that's what I'll put out. Or what, what do I feel really drawn to? Sometimes it may not even feel fun. It may feel needed. Like, do we need to have a circle because people are really struggling right now? Um, So stuff like that is what I, is what I do. It helps me get out of fear because you can't, like I said, you, you really can't make um, decisions intuitively out of fear. Fear kind of pulls that intuition out of it or really muffles your intuition. So it's always, even if you are kind of fearful about, about money, which I mean, that's completely fair. Like I, I have lived in that space for, for years. Right. And so I'll, I'll still fall back into those old patterns sometimes. And I will, I will very much sit and go, okay, I'm in a fear place. I'm not going to make a decision right now. I'm going to come back to this later, sleep on it, come back and double check if I'm still excited about it. Or if that was more of a, I'm excited just because it feels like a solution to a Mm. money problem versus a soul aligned offering that I'm going to put out into the world. Um, And even when you're kind of creating, like even when I'm creating stuff, I'll check in consistently and be like, is this still fun? yeah this still feel aligned and and sometimes it doesn't I did an entire master class yeah ended it and went 
I don't want to do the program. I just promoted at the end of it. I was like, I don't even think I was supposed to do the masterclass like that. Like just too much structure. And I know I just don't work well in structure. So I literally emailed everybody. I posted about it and was like, so, so I learned something about myself today. I'm going to not do this and I will let you know what I am going to do. And that worked out 10 times better. (laughs) So it's it's brilliant permission for those people listening and people in your world and anybody to hear this message, like, oh my God, I remember. So for the listeners, I was in both, like I was in that first masterclass that you offered. And then when it pivoted, uh, both and the transparency of you sharing so really, it like gives us all permission to change our minds when it's for the best interest of everyone we're going to serve and ourselves. And what a fucking disservice it would have done to keep following that original way that you were doing things just because, and it's funny, I swear to God, right around that time, maybe even after you shared all that, I remember I was like, okay, what's next in my business? And I was going to offer, I even like went into DMS with some people about offering like a free, um, night of sorts, right? Like a community event, whatever. And I know wholeheartedly I was doing it because it felt like I needed to put something else out there. And then I felt like I was forcing the timing even because I was trying to be all with my cyclical living. And I was like, fuck this, this feels so wrong. And then like so many cool things unfolded when I just let go of it, you know, and didn't, yeah, keep that pressure on. Yeah. It's the big, one of the greatest things I have learned in the past year has just been that you can just show up as who you are vulnerable Mm. yourself. Um, I think so much of what I had been taught or coached before that was Mm. never show up in it, like never show up in the struggle, wait until you're out of the struggle and then remember all of that stuff to share afterwards and be like, I was, I, I know how this feels. This is how I felt. And now I'm better. And I I think people, people are, are not, are sensing that now and are kind of like, okay, but now I don't, I don't see myself in you right now. Whereas actually showing up and going, you know what I effed up or I'm having a really rough time right now, or this doesn't work for me. So I'm going to shift it. Mm -hmm. Um, people go, Oh, okay. It's not just me. I can, I can see myself in you. And, and it's so helpful. Cause I think we're all, no one should be placed on a pedestal, right? We're all, we're all equal. I know, I know I'm going to talk grand scheme of the world. Not everybody is treated that way. Um, but we truly are all equal. Um, no one should be being placed on a pedestal. No one should be placed below us. And we all have something really special to share with the world, with each other. And, and I think when we show up in that vulnerable, vulnerable state, like authentically as who we are, and sometimes even being like, I don't have it all figured out. Right. Um, it, it gives Ooh. other people, like you said, permission to also not have it all figured out, right. To Holy. also struggle and have these tough times because that we're all humans, right? We're souls having a human experience and that's part of the human experience. And if we pretend like everything is fine, um, it's kind of being disingenuous to others and, and kind of leading people to believe that, that who they are, again, it's feeding into that, that they're not good enough. 
Um, totally. So yeah. So just showing up in, in, as all of us is who we are. Yeah. Um, and also just treating everybody as though we all had these really beautiful gifts to share with the world. Um, it, it's, it helps, it, it really helps people also tap into who they truly are and also feel confident to show up as who they are in this world. And I think that's a really beautiful and important thing right now, um, especially right now. Absolutely. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> oh my God. Every time, like we talk one thing and then like it spurs like 50 other ideas. What I want to ask you. Um, okay. First of all, yeah. you don't have to have it all figured out. Can we say that 50 more times? Like right. honestly, people, we, that I think has been the biggest thing to prevent me from moving forward. Every time I've gotten stuck in business and probably relationships and stuff too, actually interesting. Yep. Fully and completely. <laughs> that just, yeah. <laughs> you know how they say, um, I've learned this a bit from Brene Brown, like shame can only exist when it's isolated and whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel that perfectionism exists continually when we have to feel like we have to figure it all out. Yeah. And we will never do the damn thing. If we're continually focusing on, I'll do it once I figured out all the answers, that's been a game changer for me. I'm in this now, like one step at a time, one moment at a time, to be honest with you, go in the like intuitive woo woo way too. like, what's the next thing that's coming in? Like I'm doing action steps. I'm not sitting there waiting for it all to come, but I could get overwhelmed with having to figure it all out because I've got this fun idea that I want to execute now. And it's like, okay, well, what's the next step or what feels good to do today? Or like, again, like you said, what is it like asking kind of the higher power or whatever you believe in? Like, what do the people that we're connecting with need to hear? Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets to be fun and keep us moving. And we don't have to have all the answers. Yeah. In fact, it would be boring if we did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I think it's, yeah, just not, not knowing is part of the trust and trust can be really hard for those of us who need to control situations (laughs) again, who, who may look outside of ourselves for validation. It's really hard to, if you believe that you're not enough or you're not worthy, you can, you can have a really hard time trusting yourself. Because when was the last time you trusted yourself, right? And what happened when you did, if it didn't go the way you had thought, right? Yeah. So, so much of, so much of this journey um, and what I help, help uh, coach people with is, is that, is how do you trust yourself again? How do you trust your intuition? Um, How do you show up knowing that you are not only enough, but you are more than enough and worthy of all the good simply by being here. And there's no like secret barometer that goes back and forth based on interactions with others in your life right we give a lot of that away because we think about it that way and this is kind of going no you get to take all of that energy back because it was never yours to give away it sits with you in an infinite amount right your self-worth and this is where we kind of get to just be and have Mm. that trust um and, and just know that like, that's how we can also show up in our, in our, our authenticity and being vulnerable is knowing that like, it doesn't matter whether you show up perfect or whether you show up struggling, 
you're still worthy. And those who are meant Mm -hmm. to be with you on that journey will still be with you. And those who aren't won't, and that that's okay. Um, and that's another really big one, I think for, for business. And that was something for me too, is being like, it's okay for people to not like you. Right. Again, we can't be living our entire lives trying to make sure everyone likes us. Mm -hmm. I am still dealing with that story. Oh, me. That is so deeply ingrained in me that it's still difficult. And it's so cool that as we kind of peel back these layers of ourselves on our journey, I I was actually just sharing this this morning, we're like, I was like, I know who I am now. I know it. I'm here. I know who I am. And then I've kind of reached this new, uh, this new kind of layer and went, oh, <laughs> like, never mind. I was still constricting certain things. It doesn't mean that I don't know more about myself. It just means it was like this reminder. And I think it's important to share this today. It's just this reminder that we're always going to be on this journey. There'll always be another layer to, un- to like kind of peel away. And how cool is that? Right. And yeah. it's all based on experience upon healing, upon all of the choices that we make in our lives. Um, we're always going to be discovering something, remembering something about ourselves. Um, and that's a really cool thing too. So to kind of always know that like, you're not failing if you haven't got it all figured out because nobody does, nobody has all the answers. And that's what makes it so cool. That means effort and just show up as who you are, right? Just, Just do that. And, and, and the people who, who are your people will be like, yes, I am here for exactly. this. Um, or that finally, was... right? People are like, finally, yes. Yes. I've been waiting for. Yeah. So it's and just, it's really cool. Totally. And I, I want to, yeah, a thousand and ten percent agree with that. That's been, I even um, got a card pulled with a group that I was in a couple weeks ago. And the card was, you're not for everyone. And it's like, at first it was a bit of a gut punch. And it's like, then it was a breath of fresh air. Oh my God. Imagine how much more free we get to be. And again, like you said, this is a fucking journey. Every time I meet new people or I'm in like, you know, different surroundings, this lesson comes up again in a different way, shape or form. And so, yeah, it's never gone, but what a permission slip and a relief when it can just be like, oh yeah. Like, since I'm not for everybody, I don't have to any longer think of everybody. I can just focus on truly, I feel like then you can focus on what's in your heart and oh my God, I I can tell you, I've gotten so in my head about who's my audience, what's their pain points, what are they struggling with speaking to all of that. Mm -hmm. That's completely taken me out and had me not doing anything because it was more focusing on that than it was focusing on like, what are the messages to bring? Like, what do the people need to hear? What is the, the ways that we can support them, you know? And as long as we're in our head about it, Mm-hmm. the messages aren't getting out. Yeah. Right. Like, and I've always, I've always believed it. And this is again, my opinion. I've always believed like, we are our audience. Exactly. Right? We're not creating this. Like when we talk about creating an avatar, I don't really understand that because this is just my own stuff, but Fair I'm always enough. like, I yeah. don't quite understand it. Cause I'm like, well, I'm my audience in theory, like literally my, like if I'm going to show up authentically as me, the people who relate to me are going to be the ones to come in versus me kind of creating this person who I'm going to speak to. Who I'm trying to continually figure out what's in their head, but I'm not in their head. And it turns into like this weird 
people pleasing situation, honestly, yeah. where you're like, okay, but what would they want to hear? Will they like that? Will they not like it? Versus, well, who am I? What's my truth today? I'm going to share that. Boom. Right. Amanda, literal story for you. <laughs> Fucking last week, I spent half the morning mothering myself is this new term I've been. I love saying, it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the fucking noise in my head was loud and I was observing it and I was like doing the things to like move through it and accept yeah. it instead of like push it away. Yeah. And then I knew I wanted to create and put something out there in the afternoon. And I had even like started a few things. I had started a design and I was like, so in my head and I just stopped and I went, what is on your heart? And I literally wrote the post as if I was speaking to myself and what I needed to hear when I was in my shitstorm hours prior. It's not about the likes or anything like that, but I'm telling you the connection I felt with the people that were engaging with it and the connections and conversations that opened up were fucking amazing. And that's what it was about. It wasn't about the likes or the number of comments. It was like the genuine engagement. And it was like, that's my intention. And probably most people listening and that are connected with us, we want to reach people. Who gives a fuck how many people like it or how many people tangibly comment, but it was like, oh my gosh, I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm in this person's world now. And like, they've been given a gift and then I've been given a gift in return. It's like, what a fucking cool way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is part of that idea of, it's like this energy exchange, right? It's not that you're, you're no. just giving and people are taking and, and that's the relationship. Cause again, this is like this pedestal thing that happens. Mm. It's more of this beautiful coming at this, where I'm going to share my truth and you're going to share your truth. And we're both going to learn something. We're both going to be better because of having this, having had these open conversations where we're truly being who we are mm. versus maybe these more superficial interactions. Yeah. To be cool or have that catchy phrase or that like, yeah, yeah, like popular thing that people are going to really like, like, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's truly just speaking to people (laughs) from the heart. Um, and, and I, I really believe that time and time again, that, that helps. And, um, and it's really cool to do that and to just intuitively go with it. So when you feel called to share, you share, Mm. um, and if you don't, you don't, right? Like that kind of stuff. It's it's getting out of this idea that it has to look a certain way and that it has to be all hustle and all structure yeah. and planning. Um, and that Find it gets the harmony. To, yeah. Right? And to fit it into your life. I mean, you yes. became an entrepreneur <laughs> to have freedom, to to be able to do things that maybe you couldn't do under the structure of like the corporate world. So then why are we taking this corporate hustle structure and putting it into our entrepreneurial business, right? We should be doing what we feel good to do versus kind of what we're told will get us results. Right. And again, that's the shift from list, like everything coming from outside to actually listening to within you and what feels right and good for you which like, that's a journey in itself, right? We're, oh, yeah. We're, that, yeah. Those old habits die hard, right? Those old Fuck cycles yeah. like to come up a lot. <laughs> and sometimes they even like to disguise themselves as your intuition. And you don't know sometimes mm. until you've already done a masterclass and are sitting there going, oh no, <laughs> like, what have I done? Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's so important. Like do do what feels good for you. Yeah. And yeah. I feel, I remember when, like, again, here, I first connected with you and heard about your journey 
um, probably when there were lifts because it was like COVID and shit. But I remember a bit of like a, how did she do that though? Like, you know, still getting the concept, but not really like, again, looking for Mm -hmm. the how or the action. So it's really cool. And so I think even like for listeners listening right now, if you're like, that sounds like where I want to be and maybe you're not there yet, know that you will and like keep taking the steps and feeling into what feels right for you. And, oh, it's just so important. So also, um, again, like feel free to reject this. Mm -hmm. Had you not taken that action step of doing the workshop, you never would have maybe known you wanted to pivot in the other way. Maybe you would have, but I, I do feel a bit sometimes like we take those action steps and that's where we're allowed to like it, have it not all be perfect because there's learnings in the imperfect stuff. Absolutely. Right. And the steps that are just like, not the right next step. Cause they show you the different direction. 100%. When you're, when you're choosing things and you're, especially in the early stages, but even when you've been doing it for years, um, yeah, you'll, you'll either do something and be like, yes, that was, that's an alignment. That's how it's supposed to feel. This is great. Or you'll go, no, that wasn't great. Um, noted. Now I know I'll pay attention to that to the, for the future. Maybe I made this decision out of fear or what have you. Right. So you're always going to gain something from this always. And when we talk about like the universe, things sometimes have to happen a certain way. And sometimes it feels Mm -hmm. like the wrong decision, but that was what you needed to go through in order to get to the place where you want to be right? That whole coaching program, I think about it and I go, well, would I be better off having not done it? And to be honest, I don't think the answer is yes. I absolutely needed to do that. I needed to go through that to understand what I needed and to learn what I needed to learn um, about myself. Right. And I think for me, I needed the big sign the big blare that was like listen to yourself like what are you doing um and I finally was like oh that thing that's been like telling me for like a year to do maybe it's time actually probably more like three years to do (laughs) to listen to that voice right but I really do believe that everything does happen for a reason and it is leading you somewhere just sometimes it feels like it's not leading you in the right direction and at the end you go oh okay, well, yeah, perfect. Now here I am. And I know I'm still in the middle of that journey, which is cool of being like, oh, I'm going to get to the next part and be like, oh, cool. Here I am now having moved through this part of of my journey. Right. Um, It's really cool. And, and you just get to expand and grow and ascend and just, and see the world differently, see yourself differently. So every step even though there's hard parts to it, every step gets more and more magical and more exciting as you really do start to see who you truly are and, and, and why you're here. Exactly. And then you're like, yeah, you're like excited just for the journey. That's the cool thing. It can get to that point where it's not anymore, but I got to get to that end result. And you know, the force and the pressure, it's like, cool, this is the step right now that I'm in and I'm Mm going to enjoy where I am instead of chasing all the next shit. Boom doing it on your terms. I mean, how wonderful. Yeah. Right. Like that's the fucking power. That's the magic. Yeah. This has been magical. Thank you so, so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up and go a special little thing, if Amanda is up for it is yeah, to yeah. see if there's like a message that we can deliver to those listening of 
yeah, whatever is meant to be shared. Sure. I'm going to pull a card. I'm pulling okay. from um, the Work Your Light uh, Oracle card deck, if anyone cares. It's a really cool deck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just ask, uh, what, what message does the audience need to hear? Right. So, so we got trust the niggle, which is, um, it's literally telling you what's that little voice in the back of your head telling you like that one that has kind of always been there. Maybe you're really aware of it. Maybe you're not as aware of it, but I have a feeling that over the past little while, it's gotten louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's around business, it's probably something that you've wanted to try or do. Maybe it's a complete pivot. Um, it's telling you to listen to that. That is your intuition talking. That is your soul guiding you back to who you are um, and really remind you why you're here. And when you can take that minute and you can listen, a lot of stuff comes up around that. There's, there's could be healing around taking a leap to do that. There could be trusting, um, all of that kind of stuff. But it's cool to just pay attention to it, to, to maybe speak it into being, even if you're not going to take action just yet. Or if you're somebody like me, you just jump and you do it and you kind of go, well, things are going to figure themselves out as we go. Um, because we're all kind of being guided right now back to self, back to who we truly are. So these little quiet voices that have that have been in the back of our mind kind of just saying, but what if, or how about this? They're going to keep getting louder. And and that's, that's us coming home to self. Mm-hmm. So as much as you can, like I said, kind of just, even if it's just listen, even if it's maybe just give it a second to, to open up to the possibility of that opportunity, it's, it's going to lead to really, really good things. And if there's things that aren't in alignment, it's going to help you kind of let those go so that you can welcome in the things that are in alignment with you. Um, and that's what that little voice is also telling you. Sometimes it requires us to get still, to slow down, um, to take a walk, to sit in meditation if that calls to you, but to just, to just slow down so that we can hear it. Um, when we're kind of in that hectic, chaotic kind of life that we're in, the hustle sometimes, mm-hmm. um, we can't hear the quieter voice that usually is our intuition speaking to us. So when we can quiet, kind of quiet that down and listen, um, we're better able to, to not only hear it, but to also really hear it and start to kind of consider what that would look like if you actually took action on it. And it's, it's just leading you to where you want to go, <laughs> truly, um, to that abundance and joy. So, yeah. So listen to that, which doesn't surprise me that that's the message that everybody's getting. Right? I think we all have that little piece that's yeah. really encouraging us um, to truly show up in this world as who we are. And just a quick clarification question. When you said speak it into being, what mm-hmm. does that mean for you? So if we kind of just let it remain that voice... And we kind of just kind of go, okay, it's, it's there, it's there, it's there. But if we kind of maybe share it with somebody that we trust, make sure it's somebody you trust, um, or we write it down, or we kind of take a moment to kind of think about what that would look like in our life if we actually did it, that's starting to give some energy behind that. It's starting to show the universe that you are listening um, and that, that, you, that you are kind of getting more serious about it. 
Thank you so much. And then You're I- very welcome. I just, yeah, I hope the audience has enjoyed this. It's been so incredible. And I always ask a few questions right upon our exit here. And so the Excellent. first one would be, what's your theme song? What's that song that just speaks to you, motivates you, excites you, feels like you or your journey or whatever comes up for you? Yeah. Uh, so that I'm going to, of course, right now, I'm not gonna be able to think of the title, the song from the greatest showman. Um, this is me. Thank you. This is me. Yes. It's like quite literally one of my favorite songs ever. Highly recommend if you haven't listened to it to listen to it. Um, Cause it's all about it. Of course, being who you are. Yes. In this world. Um, it's amazing. So yeah, that's the song. You know, I think that there's been a lot of messages here and you know, it could even be summed up in the card poll, but I like to, you know, if there was one thing you wish you knew, or one of the best pieces of guidance that you've received, maybe it's even your own, right. Or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, or what you'd want, like an aspiring leader or somebody that's looking to really step into more of all of who they are. What th- would that message be that you'd want to share? Um, that, that you have all the answers within you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important that you know that, um, and, and also that, that you are enough and you're worthy and who you are, who you are is exactly who you're supposed to be. No one should ever make you feel otherwise because what ends up happening is you miss out on these beautiful gifts that you have to give to the world, which is your sensitivity. It is your empathy. It is your spiritual gifts that you have, your intuitive gifts that you have. Those are what the world needs right now. We need more empathy. We need more kindness. We need more connection. And so many of us who are here to bring that to the world have been told that that person doesn't fit into the world. Mm. So I can't stress enough that all of those things that you may see as weaknesses are actually your greatest strengths and to really bring those forth into the world so that we can help we can help others feel the same and do their own healing and know that we are all these magical beings who are here to truly create positive change in this world. That's why we're incarnated at this time. Yes. Um, so yeah, so who you are is amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. And You're welcome. Oh my gosh. I, well, we're going to definitely have to have a second conversation yes, uh, for sure. <laughs> Um, and so if you want to share, I'll post it in the show notes too. Uh, sure. Where do you love to hang out? How can people access you? And if there's anything you want to share right now that people can. Yeah. So I have a Facebook group called Souls Awakening, um, Discover Your Soul Purpose. That is a super fun group of where we support one another. I do card readings in there, all of that good stuff. So please come and check that out. Um, I'm also um, at Embrace and Glow on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And right now I'm offering um, soul purpose sessions. So what these are, are where I go and speak with your spirit guides um, and give you a bunch of information on why you're here, um, healings that you may need things to lead you towards purpose, um, guidance for business. It's all of these, all of these things really connected, um, to just who you truly are. Um, and so if you're interested in that as well, you can book one of those. Um, but yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait for more. And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode and we'll chat with you guys soon. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much for spending some time with me and my incredible guests. It is always a pleasure coming to you in this special space. If you want to continue along in the conversation, feel free to follow along on Instagram. 
at Danny Rayom. And feel free to subscribe for new episodes that will be coming out every week. If you'd like to connect with our guests, their contact information will be in the show notes for you to connect with them and continue the conversation with them. And we are always so, so grateful if you'd be open to sharing a review on Apple. Um, Just go to the rate and review section, leave us a five-star review and comment and share whatever it is that um, calls to you that really landed for you in the episode. We hope that this episode has brought you more clarity, more excitement, something that's added more confidence and empowerment for you to take that next step, for you to feel that you can put yourself out there just a little bit more and trust and know that you will succeed and that you've got all that it takes to be the version of you that you've always wanted to be. You've got this, my friend. Music for the intro and outro for the podcast is provided by the ever-talented Jason Rayom, and his contact information is linked in the podcast notes if you'd like to get in touch and receive more of this goodness in some way, shape, or form for your creations. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in, for sharing your time with me, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take care, keep dreaming big.